0: and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success.
1: Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of path to podcast success. I have a guest here with me today that I'm very excited to have on the show. I think this conversation is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, you guys listening are in for a real treat. Melody Johnson, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Evan. I'm so excited to chat with you.
1: Of course. We are very, very excited to have you here. And hey, same last name. We're not related, which is crazy because Johnson is so uncommon, right?
2: Oh, totally is. <laughs> I know, right? One uh, of the most common names in America. Yeah, right?
1: I think second most right behind Smith.
2: Mm, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. No, we're <laughs> Very still clearly needed.
2: related. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, so I like to start off in the same place with all of my guests. And that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context they need to get the most they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us what is it that you do?
2: Yeah. So my name is Melody, as you mentioned. I am the founder of The Course Consultant, and I'm a specialist when it comes to retention and workflows for your business. So essentially, I help course creators create learning experiences that will retain their members so that they can get more repeat business. And I'm a systems geek, Evan. I don't know if you know this about me. I absolutely geek out about the latest tech and tools. And if you're in the podcast industry, you're probably kind of my people. So when Evan, you asked me to hop on the show, I said, heck to the yes, let's talk all about the tools and systems to grow a thriving business.
1: That's amazing. And you know, it's funny. I was really happy to have you on the podcast to talk about this because as I I remembered that point, like in my business, where you start realizing the systems are something you actually need to care about, right? Because when you first start and you're a solopreneur and you have a couple clients and it's like, oh yeah, you know, you're kind of excited about that. Like you don't need to have those crazy advanced systems because I mean, you only have a couple clients. You're not really doing a whole lot. But then you start to grow and then things start to get away from you and you realize, man, this is a lot of work. Like, what can I do to make this easier? And the answer is systems and strategies. How long have you been doing this?
2: Yeah. So we were talking a little bit before the show. It's been probably about three plus years now. For I can't, I don't even know how long it's been. Technically, it's 2018 is when I st- first started my first podcast. And since then, I've been publishing episodes and I have my own process, which I'd be happy to talk about today. And it's been such a journey, Evan, because so much of my time has been on how do I streamline my systems? I am such a geek about saving time and efficiency that it's been my own personal mission to find ways to work less, right? Because so much of our life, especially as business owners, we're like, I don't want to be in a nine to five. I don't want to go to the office and do this tedious task because I want to do more fun stuff. And that's my personal goal is to help save people that time too go on vacations, to go hang out with their friends, to go hang out with their dog, to go out to do a vacation, right? Because that is really the lifestyle that we want to lead. And also, even if you're like, you know, I have a really thriving business, I have team members, there's still so much that is manual that we can automate and streamline. And like you said, you don't really need that fancy stuff when you're first starting. But when you have a team, even one or two people with a small startup organization, you're still going to find that you're doing a lot of things manually and there's faster and easier ways to do things. So that's been my personal goal.
1: Okay. Yeah. And that's, you know what that is? And that makes me think of it's work smarter, not harder. Yes. And there's always in business, there's a time and place for the hustle and you still need to put in work and you still need to put in the hours to create, you know, the success you want, because it's not going to happen if you just do nothing. But you don't need to go crazy working 12 hours a day if you can put those systems in place so that those hours you do work, like they're worth like a lot, right? Like you're able to really get a lot of really important, like needle moving work done. You know what I mean? And it's kind of funny. I always I always think about when I'm talking about this, it's like the eight hour workday, right? Nine to five. Think about someone in an office. How much of that time are they actually doing dedicated, focused work? Probably not much. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I feel like few people actually spend a full eight hours a day, like working, right? Mm-hmm. And so. That's why, another reason why I'm happy to have you on the show is because these systems and strategies, I mean, that's how you're able to do that. That's how you're able to do eight hours worth of work in, you know, a lot shorter over time. So go ahead and tell me, you teased a little bit there about your system around podcasting. I want to hear about it. Tell us about how you've been able to streamline the podcasting process. Because not everyone could afford it, you know, an editor like myself. Sometimes you got to keep it in-house and make it happen. And I am a huge advocate. For, even if you can't afford a producer, like still start your show. So go ahead and tell us how to make that how to make that easier and how to fit that in to a busy schedule.
2: Exactly. And just going back to what you said, Evan, before I dive into my process, it's really important to think about how you can shrink your work in a way that's going to make sense for you. I was just looking on LinkedIn and someone just said kind of what you were just saying. When it comes to a regular 9 to 5, you're probably not really working full 40 hours even if that's what you are, your salary or your hourly. Most of the time you're getting paid to walk to the water cooler, have a conversation with a friend, you know, grab some coffee in the break room or something like that. But as business owners, we know that time is money. Or if you want to look at another way, the faster you get something done, the more profitable you are. And so that's why I think that's really important to consider how the process leads to the profit. And so when we're talking about podcast production specifically, Yes, absolutely. There's ways that we can streamline to make it faster. But even if you're just a one-person team, start thinking about what it would look like to have sustainability to hire somebody in your organization to do the editing like you, Evan. Um, And having that whole procedure is going to, number one, make onboarding of that new team team member so much more efficient. Like How much Have you spent time, Evan, asking, Hey, could you send that thing over? Hey, where's a good place for me to access that audio file? And like, even if you weren't the person doing it and it was a VA or something, they would still ask that same question. So let's start thinking about building systems and process around team trainings and ways that we could just make it easier for the other team member. Because the sooner we do that, the faster we get the end result and product, which is a beautifully edited podcast. So, To answer your question, a podcast production is something that I feel like it's been a journey. One of the things that I like to do is start with something super simple to improve efficiency, and that's your onboarding forum for applications. Previously, I would just manually send people Calendly links and say, Hey, pop a time on my calendar. And then I would link to a Google form. Well, what ended up happening is people often miss that Google form. They didn't send me the information I needed. And so one simple change that you can make is just having a complete automated process to intake important information. So I like to think about it as streamlining your system so you can do less work. So I'll give you an example of how that looks in my... Podcast. When I ask somebody to book a time on my calendar, first off, I do have an application form. I send them to the application form, which is hosted on my website. I ask them to actually listen to an episode or two just to get a, look, a feel for the jive of my podcast show, which is pretty casual. And then after they fill out the form, they're going to get automatically integrated into my project management tool, which is ClickUp. And then I actually have custom statuses, which basically tell me, hey, there's a new application. I get an email saying that somebody has applied to be on the podcast. I review it. And then when I change the status to change to a different status, it will allow me to send an email to that person, which I do need to automate a little bit more, Um, letting them know, hey, looks like you've been approved to be on the show. Here's the next steps. Please schedule on the scheduling tool. Everything gets automatically reminded. Now that they have that form filled out, I have everything I need from them. I have their bio. I have an image and a headshot. And I have a way to actually review more helpful details about their offers and services like URL links and sales pages. And if they have an affiliate program... um, And sometimes they'll even want to attach other stuff to it, which is helpful to know, so I can be a better host. And so streamlining your systems, seriously, like that saves me so much time.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's incredible. That is, that's a really good way to go about it because that's true. I mean, that's, especially with interviewing guests, I mean, that's the age-old problem, right? Hey, I need a headshot. Hey, I need a bio. Hey, I need this. Hey, I need that. And who knows how long it'll take them to get back to you. So That having that all taken care of right up front is amazing. And that is seriously helpful. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I'm kind of curious. You said you've been doing this for around three years or so. What were you doing before that? And what made you want to transition into into working with systems and processes in the way that you are now?
2: Yeah. So you know it's been such a journey. One of the things that I loved doing before was process improvement. I actually have my degree in instructional design, which is basically the theory of how adults learn. And so I previously worked in corporate training and development. I had my own agency for a while, and now I have a membership and provide online courses for other business owners. And what I found a lot from the time having spent with course creators was that I saw that the opportunity was that these course creators had a very thriving business. They were able to make sales, lend clients. But the challenge was they didn't have a repeatable, sustainable process. They were doing a lot of things manually. There was a lot of issues with how do I actually streamline this? Because either I don't have time for it, I am assigning my virtual assistant to do it, but they don't really know what needs to get done. Or I don't have the time or knowledge to train them in the tools to actually run the ship, right? Because when you are running your own business, there are so many parts of the business that you have to maintain. Systems is one of those things. And if you have a system that runs for you and does a lot of the heavy lifting for you, you're going to find that you're going to save so much time. You're going to find that your team is able to accomplish more. And therefore, in accomplishing more, you're going to achieve your goals. So if you have a revenue goal for a quarter and you're like, okay, well, I need to service X amount of clients in order to achieve that revenue goal. Well, how quick are your projects taking you? If it's going to take you like double amount of time because you have to train a team member, you have to do all this manual stuff. Well... Your efficiency is going to go down. Your profitability is going to go down because especially if you're hiring people that are hourly or even project-based, it can just get really tedious to try and figure out like, is this actually profitable? And we don't know that until we actually find a project that has been standardized or find a system or a process or a, a operating procedure that's going to work. And so organizational training and development has been something I've been doing for years. However, in the context of systems, I've recently found with this course creator space is that we are lacking the types of processes that we need in place to grow because we're so busy hustling. And so if we just take some time, roll up our little virtual sleeves and start doing some groundwork and foundational work, we could save, you know, five to 10 hours a week on our life and that is something I am super pumped to help people with.
1: Oh, yeah. Because, well, that, that's, what, that's what it's all about, honestly. Because as entrepreneurs, isn't that the dream? Right? You're
2: an
1: entrepreneur <laughs> yeah. because you want to save time. Like, you're an entrepreneur because you want to be able to control your time, have that time freedom to do what you want. You know, like I, uh, some friends and I have booked a spontaneous trip to London for the end of July. Can do that if I was in a nine to five, right? Like that's that that is the reason that we're doing this. That's the reason I'm doing this is because it makes an impact and it it lets you actually control your life instead of waiting until you're 60 and retired to actually you know start living life, right? And so how you know does that happen? That happens with systems because there's the problem, right? People think about that. That's the dream. They become an entrepreneur. They started out as a solo like preneur, right? Sort of a solopreneur. They don't have any team or anything like that. And they don't know all of this about systems. And so they end up working even more than they did when they were into nine to five. And they're probably making even less. And so growing through that and then, you know, creating the business and then adding systems as, as they go on, that is the way to actually realize that dream. So as we begin to kind of wind on the interview, I i am a huge, huge fan of actionable advice. We've already given a pretty good amount in this episode so far, and I appreciate you for that. I, I hate it when I see people who read like a book a week or listen to how many hours of podcasts a day, but they don't actually do anything those books or podcasts tell them to do, right? Because that if you don't actually do it, right, then nothing's going to change. So if someone is growing their business, and they're at a point where like, they kind of the they've begun kind of pushing up against that ceiling, because all their time is being devoted to the business, what can they do to begin to move into the world of of profitable systems? What can they do to begin to implement all these things that you're talking about?
2: Yeah, I would say start with creating a process around your most frequent tasks. So podcasting being one of them and that is something that you have to evaluate. Am I going to be using this task? Am I going to create this task uh, every single week, every single day? If we can create a process around that stat, the status of that, then we can really start growing our, streamline our systems, create better systems that work for us so we don't have to work as much. So working smarter, not harder, like you said. So. I would look at what you're doing, create a process around it, and then create a way to replicate that when a new team member is able to come on.
1: Yes, that's perfect. Yeah, no, I, I I love that, and that's it comes down to being mindful, right? Be mindful of the processes that are taking you a lot of time that are you know if you think about it, they're like oh yeah, I could automate this, no, I could make this easier. And you know, be mindful of that, and then make that happen. I I very much appreciate you, Melody, for coming on the show and sharing these insights around systems because it's something that I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs don't really like think about very much. You know what I mean? Like they don't you, you don't think about it until you need to start thinking about it, right? So if you can get a, if you can get ahead of it, then that can make a huge difference. If people are interested in you learning more about you, checking out the podcast, all that fun stuff. Where can they find out more about you?
2: Yeah. So you can head on over to www.thecourseconsultant.com. I've got some great resources there, free community and app where people can connect up with me and ask questions about their workflows and their systems so that they can grow their sustainable business and actually make a profit.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Melody, for coming on the podcast and for sharing these insights and for sharing more about you, your journey, and all the wonderful things that you're doing. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Evan.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.